Welcome. This is Karen Modakaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. Hello, 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 my friend. We are getting closer to the holidays and to the end of the year. I'm so excited. I love this time of year because I start to go into a bit of hibernation mode and I get to spend time with family and friends and connecting and spend time with myself and reading. I have a lot of reading plans. So I'm very, very excited. And I've never had a white Christmas because I live in California, but that's okay because I don't know if I would like that. But anyways, we're here to talk today about TV and how it paralyzes you. And before we get started with that, I have another shout out to make to Zentel from the United States. Zentel gave the show five stars and the quote is over a year. Found your podcast when I was looking for something to listen to on my walks. Great show with good information given with real life examples. Nice to know others are going through the same sort of stresses that I am. Then your Wednesday show came up and now I have this great set of books to read. I think over the years, I sometimes focus on everyone else and I forget about my own needs for well-being. Thank you for helping me find that again. Oh, Zentel, I'm so excited for you. If you missed it, whether it's Zentel or our listeners, last week's show was about banishing the word selfish. And this is a great example. My hunch is, and you can tell me where I'm wrong, is that as Zentel has focused on her own well-being, she's able to actually give more to others. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you haven't left an Apple podcast review, why not go leave one? It's not that hard. They're making it easier and easier than especially back in the day. Okay. TV paralyzes you. Corinne, what do you mean? So I have this little secret (laughs) to really think about, was I going to do a podcast about this? Because this is my secret. And remember, or if you don't know, I'm half Asian. So this is kind of a shameful secret. I love watching television. Really, I do. In fact, I've loved it my entire life. When I was a kid, I was so excited because I was considered one of the smart ones. And I think it was like in first or second grade. And that meant I got to go to school late, like, cause I didn't need extra reading help. I get to stay home. And I was so excited because I thought, Ooh, more television time in the morning. My mom had none of that. I had to do my mom's homework instead, but I've loved television. Back in the day, I loved watching Saturday morning cartoons. Of course, we didn't have Disney plus or Netflix or streaming all the time. We had Saturday morning cartoons. And I also loved, and I was really only allowed to watch TV on the weekends during the school year, but I loved, love, love Doris Day movies and Gene Kelly and Bob Hope. Oh my gosh. I loved all those movies. And I really believe that once I became an adult, that we would sing and dance through our life. And here's the interesting thing. I didn't have any proof of that in my own life with the adults in my current life, right? Because I never saw the adults in my own life do the singing and the dancing, but I watched it on television 
And I thought that's the vision for my future. That's what happens. Especially when I get out of the shame storm, that's the life I'm going to have. That was just what I really believed. I remember when my kids were young and high school musical was all the rage and their older sister said to them, now don't think when you get to high school, this is what high school is going to be like. And I've asked my daughter this before. I said, so did you believe her when she said that? And she's like, no, I totally disregarded it. I figured it was going to be like high school musical, right? So we get programmed really early on. We get influenced about how it's going to be without really checking in. And back in the day, back in the eighties, you know, I'm a kid of the eighties and oh my gosh, Friday nights, Dukes of Hazard." the love boat, and then Fantasy Island. And then on the summer weekdays, there were the monkeys and Brady Bunch. I remember in the summers, after I come home from morning practice, I was probably like 12 or something. I would watch those shows. So just like the musicals that I thought I would live, I'd grow up and sing and dance and I can't carry a tune to save my life. I just didn't realize how powerful these television shows would be in my life. And in a previous podcast, I talked about my trip to Australia and how that uncovered my own unconscious beliefs that I was never going to be able to go to a place like Australia, like this little loser girl of myself would never be able to go there. And I created it to be this impossible thing because I remember being like nine years old, I think it was, watching the love boat go to Australia and a place my loser self would not be special enough to get there. And it wasn't about being special enough. Really, it's about being able to buy a plane ticket and getting on a plane and making the time to go there. But my little self, that's what she thought. That's what she believed. So another television influence that's been powerful as a parent, as a mom, as a bonus mom is the show, The Brady Bunch. And you've probably heard me talk about this and I've had clients talk about this, but The Brady Bunch, when I was raising my bonus kids through the challenging time of teenage years, I often compared myself to Carol Brady. And I would beat myself up and I'd be upset with myself of, well, Carol Brady does it this way. And then one day I realized my comparison was creating despair about my life. And I was comparing my life to a television show. It's like, hold on a second. There were no exes, right? There weren't any ex-wives or ex-husbands. They had Alice, which frankly is my new bucket list goal. <laughs> I want to have an Alice in my own life. I'm not joking. I'm totally serious. That's my, that's the new vision I have for 2020. There weren't any custody issues. There weren't any socks or backpacks on the ground. I don't even think they had backpacks, by the way. Carol's husband was always around, right? He would seem to come home and he would be there. So really it's not that TV paralyzed me. It was my unexamined mind that created these unconscious beliefs about how I was supposed to live. And it started with, here was this programming coming in from this television set. I had this belief because I could see it, that this was supposed to be my path without even going in and questioning, is this what I wanted? So I created these prison walls around how I was supposed to be Carol Brady. When really... I wasn't very interested in being Carol Brady when I was watching it. I wanted to be Marsha Brady. I want to be Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. And I also created prison walls around Australia not being possible for me because I didn't think I was special enough when it doesn't come down to being special enough. It comes down to buying a plane ticket, or I guess you could take a freight ship. I knew somebody that once did that. And these prison walls only created suffering and pain because I didn't fully show up and be me. How often has that occurred in your life? 
maybe it's not television. Maybe it's some other form of media. Maybe it's magazines. I know for those of us that were in college in the 90s, magazines had a huge influence, especially about body image. It could be social media these days. There's so much impact that happens to our brain of when we're not managing it. And we just let these images come into our brain thinking this is the way it's supposed to be. So I invite you, this is now your turn to test it out. What TV shows have influenced you? What TV shows have created your own prison wall and paralyzed your life? And now what is really your truth? So I have a special something for you. It is a worksheet for you to take action on this knowledge. And I want you to go to the show notes and in the podcast page for this show, you can download and then do the worksheet. Downloading it and printing it is a couple of steps that are really important in this process, but actually writing and filling out the worksheet, I'm not joking, do it and then put it into a folder, put it into someplace. And that way you can always reflect back. Oh, One thing that I found really important, write the date on it. Because then when you look back at it, it will show you your growth of where you were in 2019 and then where you'll be in 2020, 21, 2025. And you look back and you're like, oh my gosh, I have really grown so much. While I only discuss television shows, remember you can insert any type of media influence into the TV show, replace it. It can be Facebook, TikTok, magazines, Instagram, and notice how you feel after you experience these mediums. Notice how it influences your mind, both positively and negatively. Get curious about your own prison walls and where you are paralyzed in your life and remind yourself about your truth and commit to it. I'm not saying don't watch television. I still love television. And I remind my brain that that is TV and it is not real. (laughs) This is my real life. Television is my form of entertainment. I remind myself that all the time because I need my brain, what I see to be separated from what the experience that I think I'm supposed to create. Then I go back to Corinne, what is it that you want? That my friend is for your work to do. Until next time, I'm smiling big for you. I have an awesome opportunity for you to save your brain juice. Go subscribe to this show in iTunes or whatever medium that you use. That way the show is always there waiting for you and you don't have to waste any precious brain juice to remember of, oh, I need to go find it. Where is it? Or wait for it to download. It'll be there waiting for you go hit subscribe. The link is in the show notes. On a lake, she is dreaming, she is drifting, never been so wild.